Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today's guest really blew me away. I mean, not only did he have a pretty good idea what he wanted to do in fourth grade. Fourth grade, I was trying to figure that out. I think it's eight, eight or nine years old. And he just kept going from there. He, you know, in, in fourth grade, a teacher had really admired his poetic work. He went from there to into music, into acting, and now his own clothing line. But, you know, how did this all happen for him? You know, because if you don't think there were setbacks, there were setbacks that you're going to hear in the interview. But his, his when I ask him about how he dealt with setbacks from such an early age, you know, it would, it would sound like it was from somebody that had learned over the years, how this innate um, wisdom came to him at such an early age just blew my mind. You don't want to miss his story. Up next, Trillette. Welcome, Triletic. It's so nice to meet you in person. We've been going back and forth on Instagram, and it's so I'm so grateful to have you here. Uh, thank, thanks for having me. I'm very humbled that you know I can have, uh, have a chance to speak with you. Yeah, and we were just talking about this. Your first time doing a Zoom because normally you do yeah, interviews yeah. interviews on audio only, right? And I was yeah. saying, you know what? I guess the universe is talking to you because I guess you're going to be meant to be doing more of these, right? Yeah, this yeah, this would be my first one with the uh, the visual. You get to see me and everything. So. Yeah, and we'll get yeah. you a copy of this too. Okay, yeah. so. Listen, you've got a lot of things going on. You're a singer, you're a songwriter, you're a musician, you're a poet, you have a clothing line. Did I leave anything out? Oh, and you're an actor on top yeah. of that too, right? So yeah, we actor. always like to start with... And what? I said I write my own movies too. And you write your... Oh, you you write the, the screenplays for your movies? Yeah, yeah. The independent, independent uh, filmmaker. I didn't read that in there, man. You are humble. Okay, so you're an actor and you write it. You're like my nephew. My nephew is, is an actor and he also uh, writes a lot of his things. So let's start off with like, what what came first? I mean, where, where did this all start? Well, the first thing that came first was, was the poetry. You know, I, poetry. I, I was, yeah, I was doing that ever since. That, that kind of came on by accident, you know, with the poetry thing, because, you know, it go way back in school. It's like a report where you have to do and, you know, yeah, they, they tell us to write a poem and all of that. And my, uh, I think it was my fourth grade teacher or whatever got me into doing that. So, uh, it, you know, I got a, a pretty high score on that. And, that's that's how I got interested in that. My teacher was pushing me to uh, write more. So as I got older, I, I stuck with it and got better at it. Won a few poetry contests with that. Then then the uh, the writing of songs came, you know, later on with that because that you know, that kind of goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, once you start writing you know, poetry, the songwriting just comes with it because it's basically the same thing. Well, so, so the, was the, the, was, let me ask you, the poetry, was it based on like your, your true feelings about what you were going through at the time? Or were you trying to like, just 
find something, pick up a subject and hopefully it rhymes. I mean, how, how did that go? Did it come from deep down inside that your poetry? Yeah. Yeah. It came a little bit of both, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I write from personal experiences and then also, uh, it's kind of like put you in the mind of acting almost like when you're getting into character and you have to like be, be the character and just, you know, basically get into the mind of the person that you're acting out to be, you yes. know, and speaking from another person's perspective also. So it's a little bit of both come from my own experiences and also I'm giving a point of view from the mind of, of the character I'm playing. Right. You know, it, it goes hand in hand with both the music and all the, the poetry and the acting, you know, all of that just kind of combines itself. I would think if you are writing poetry in fourth grade, so I'm trying to remember how, how old are you in fourth grade? Nine? Uh, about, about nine, eight, nine. I think it's like, I, I don't know. I'm way older than that. Yeah, but, it, it's so long. <laughs> but I mean, you know, seriously, not a lot of kids are writing poetry. Was there something that inspired the poetry? I mean, like, what was your upbringing like? Was it like, great things or were you writing more about sad things or I mean, what inspired you to write about poetry because not a lot of kids are in fourth grade are writing about poetry uh just things that was going on in my home in uh my neighborhood i grew up uh i'm not gonna say it, it you know i'm not gonna say my childhood was great mm -hmm. but you know and uh plus i always was a curious kid anyway so mm -hmm. I, you know, my, my cousin, he, you know, he did it a lot, you know, so I would like, you know, find interest in like, what, what you write, you know, he'll be writing all the time and I'd be, you know, you, the little kid always, but hey, what you doing, you know, and he finally just got tired of me bugging, I'm like, uh, like, boy, look, look at this right here, this is what I'm doing, I'm paying attention to him, and then it came up in school one day, okay, we got to do this for a project you know, a grade or whatever. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I thought, I thought it was boring at first, you know, boring. so I really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, kids don't like to do stuff like read and write and all of that stuff that, you know, you don't find interest in that stuff. And Well, not only are you writing, but you're yeah. expressing your feelings because a lot of people, a lot of adults don't even want to express their feelings, right? They want to run from yeah. their feelings. So, I mean, yeah. I would imagine this would be very cathartic for you, meaning that it would like completely cleanse you. I mean, I know that when I wrote my first book, I didn't realize I was writing a book, but I had to get this stuff out. You know what I mean? And, you know, I thought I was journaling at first. So, you know, did you find that as well? Like by writing, not only was it maybe a gift and a blessing, but it was also a way of like, you know, getting some, some things out off yeah. your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, you know, when you're writing, sometimes you can like express that through writing better than what than than you can when you're trying to speak it. Yes, you know, yes. Because you, you know you got a little bit more time to think of you know all the details of what you're gonna say. Yeah. When you're, yeah. Yeah. When you're speaking, you know you might leave something out. Yes, and that's why they say when you when you have something really important to say to somebody, sometimes it's better to write a letter. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's thought, and also for the other person receiving it. So they have the time to digest it because, you know, oftentimes, especially if it's a conflict of interest, 
you know, if the other person's, you know, you, have you found yourself in that situation? It's like, you're not even listening anymore. You're just waiting for your turn to say what you want to say because you stopped listening yeah. to them a little while ago. You know, when you write things down, you can actually take the time, articulate it, you know, because so many things, you know, just, just texts, for example, how many times that has been misconstrued in my life, you know, and I wish I would have just picked up the phone and said it instead because, you know, the wrong message came across or the punctuations, that's why emojis came about, right? So, but um, no, I agree. So, so it started off with, with your poetic and then where did the music come in? What came in next? Did the music come in? The acting come in? Oh, the music came after that. Okay. Because I always, uh, I was always into music, like, you know, like uh, hip hop and everything growing up, listening to that. And, uh, who was your who was your like mentor? Who was your idol growing up? My idol, um, uh, I would say like Prince because you know he, I was you know I'm always into like um, complexity of you know storytelling in the music and you know I really listen to I'm really in, in into the uh, like if you're really clever with your words and everything and you can turn anything into a story you know. Mm -hmm melody and all kind of stuff and plus he's a multi-instrumentalist you know multi-talented guy he don't just I, I like I'm basically I, I'm more so like the singers that can actually write songs you know there's yeah, a lot of no, great singers I, out there that you know they they can't write songs they can only perform them exactly I like, I'm, yeah I'm more and, into and, and barely because there's what's it called yeah. auto what's it called auto auto tune yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, so I mean, like, if they can even sing them, right? Yeah, yeah. So you to write that—that that is that is an anomaly these days. It really is. Um, so that just kind of came naturally to you. So what what instruments do you play? Uh, I don't play that. I mean, I was like teaching myself how to play the guitar. That's the only one. That's the only instrument I can play right now. I wasn't like when I was younger. I wasn't really into trying to learn how to play instruments i was just into like writing and uh you know melodies and rhythm and that's where that's where because i listened to a couple of yours um I, I think we came we came together on instagram and i think I, I i just went to your page one day and i was like scrolling and listening to a couple of your songs i'm like man i really like that and that's the thing that that drives me too with music is harmonies uh, melodies yeah the hook i mean yeah I, I love it. I, I really love your stuff, by the way. I haven't told you that. Oh, yeah. Thank, your face thank, to face. Thank. Yeah, I really do. So um, so then there's acting. Was that next? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was next. was next. Yeah, uh, okay. The thing with that is, okay, I'm going to go back to, to the uh, music with this one because everything that I'm basically doing is connected to each other in some kind of way. So... With the acting, like I said, I uh, grew up on uh, hip-hop and R&B and, you know, all kind of stuff like that. And I was always fascinated with the the uh, musicians that transitioned into acting. You know, I looked up to people like that, like, uh, I'm going to name a few, like, you know, like Ice Cube, mm -hmm. Will Smith, mm -hmm. Tupac Shakur, Queen Latifah. You got people like Common, you know, all those musicians that I just named that mm -hmm. transition, uh, most of them, you know, that always inspired people like that always inspired me. I thought that was, 
amazing the way they can keep themselves relevant and they're showing that they're multi-talented. They can do more things than, than just music. They can also act too. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they uh, perfected the art in the music world and the acting world. So, you know, I looked up to people like that also that can just balance so you, yeah, so you didn't fall into that. That was what we, what we call intentional living. I mean, that was like, I, I, I didn't, oh, I'm, I think I'll do this now, or I think I'll do that. It was, it was always kind of in the plan, right? Yeah. 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 So you had a very clear goal. So when did the, and let me ask you a question, because I'm sure a lot of people have asked you this, but did a lot of people say to you, oh, now you want to be an actor. Now you want to do this. I mean, come on, make up your mind. Which one do you want to do? You want to be a songwriter, musician? You want to be an actor? Or do you want to be a poet? I mean, did you have people, did you ever have naysayers like that? And, you know, and what makes you think you can do it? And, you know. Yeah, well, it was more so, yeah, I had more so people saying that about about the music. Up into, not up into now where, you know, more people know about the acting thing you know they more so know me about doing the music like of course you're gonna have people saying oh you know you you know you're just wasting your time you know you should get a regular job you don't have people like that all the time telling you stuff like that to like discourage you because they're not interested in what you are interested in you know they they say all people say all kinds of stuff like that and and how, how old were you when you started seriously pursuing um music uh, I would say I was about 16, 17. That's young. Okay. And so people were saying that, but you know, I, I, I talk about this in my first book. There's people that are called dream smashers. So, you know what, kind of a rule to thumb is if people have not achieved their own dreams, you know, you might want to keep that to yourself and share that only with people that have already sh- have realized their own dreams, because think about it, you know, everybody has a dream. Whether they want to tell you or not, most people have a dream, okay? And if they haven't achieved it and you're achieving it, you know, it kind of goes along with that misery loves company, right? And that can really like weigh you down, right? But so what did you do when people were telling you, you know, oh, come on, man, go get a real job. You know, what do you think you're doing here? What did you do to push yourself forward and and just kind of tune them out? Did you have like a major supporter or was it something that you practiced every day that like kept your mindset strong? What did you do? Well, the crazy thing about that is I didn't, I, at first I didn't tell a lot of people that I was doing music. They would just, you know, it would be times where people wouldn't know that I was doing music and they'll find out some kind of way. And then they'll like, oh, I, you know, I see that you, oh, you're, you know, you're doing this uh, music. Oh man, you know, what you doing that for? You know, you need to do, be like me and do this and that. You know, I'll just uh, stop. That's why a lot of times I wouldn't tell anybody what I'm doing or pursuing. I still, I don't do that to this day, for real. Because a lot so of people- you, you, you yeah. don't vocalize it a lot. I mean, you have nah. to go like wait for it to come out. Yeah, I'll just let them, you know, most of the time they'll find out on their own. Because I don't really be, I don't, you know, like I said, I still don't do that to this day. They, a lot of people don't know that I'm doing the the movies or the acting or the music at all, you know, until they'll probably come on my social media or something like, oh, what, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing this, you know, a lot of them that were naysayers in the past are now believers mm-hmm. because they actually, mm-hmm. you know, they'll see the little progress of what, what I'm doing. 
So, so is I, that why you don't tell them Triletic is because yeah. you know you no, don't, don't want you don't want to hear it. it. Negativity, yeah. negativity kind of like distracts you sometimes. Well, all the time it does. When the you know people saying all kind of negative stuff and trying to like come up with any kind of reason to make you not want to do this anymore. So that's why I never that worked out for me. Great. So let me ask you, where did this where you know from early age? Sixteen is very early. Okay, you're, you're still, most people are, yeah, everybody's still in high school. I mean, I graduated a year early because I just started school early, but I wasn't, I mean, you know what? That's not true. I always wanted to be a singer, but I did not have the confidence at all. I didn't have the confidence. You know what? I didn't tell anybody. So, I mean, I couldn't have a lot. I was going to say I didn't have the support. I didn't have the confidence because I didn't tell anybody, but you know, I do believe, where did, where did you get the confidence at 16 to go, man, I can do this? Well, uh, at first I didn't have the confidence. I just, uh, practiced a lot because at first I was like, uh, I'm, I was real shy. I still am real shy. Yeah. You know, and as I guess I, as I got better at it and I get good feedback from, from uh people that enjoy like oh man you you know you're pretty good you know and then I got my confidence up to where I was like well I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm good now I know my you know I know that I'm good I'm just not boastful about it but mm -hmm. you know that you know it got it grew as you know as time went by as I started getting better at it you know at 16 I mean I was in this group we actually sign a record deal at one time in the early 2000s that's and, right with uh sony with bmg yeah yeah i mean nothing I, I used to work for capital records so i'm yeah i know oh yeah okay. that yeah. was back in the yeah, day materialized yeah. with it but still that was uh, a confidence booster but that situation I had to learn from it you know i'm really big on learning from mistakes and things like that and analyzing so you know tell tell uh, us how you learned from that what happened uh basically i mean it's like i said i'm i'm you know i was a part of a group so there's another lesson that i had to learn you got to surround yourself with people who like if you have a goal you got to align yourself this, with people that's going to take it as serious as you you taking it yep because a lot when you're dealing with groups if you have four people in the group and it's on and two of them are not you know being as serious as the other two is not going to work out exactly that's how that situation right there crumbled we never brought out an album but it did you know i didn't let that like crush me right there i just use that as confidence like well i'm good enough for us to have actually i'm good enough for everybody <laughs> you know exactly i learned from every every situation that i'm Perfect. in at a, yeah whether it's a job or anything or so you never took you, you you're not you have not made it a habit as as taking it as defeat which a lot of people can yeah. do yeah you just exactly. went what do i learn from this and go on i want I, I really want our listeners to hear that because it took me a long 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 time because i didn't have the confidence that you had most of my life and i took it as another sign of there you go see you're not any good or you're not worthy or whatever i mean it took me now i look at it and i go what can, if i can learn something from it it's not a failure okay yeah. but if i don't learn something from it then it is a failure so good for you i mean did, were you were your parents like very supportive of you did they instill these 
mindset, uh, you know, this mindset for you or where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. They were supportive. They was like, well, anything you want to do in life, you, you know, just make sure you go full throttle with it. You know, don't get, you know, they, they always, t especially in my, uh, my mom would tell me, don't, you know, ever give up in what you want to do. Don't, if you fail like 10 times, don't never give up. And then, you know, you got people, you don't, another thing, you don't let opinion, opinions of people just like tear you down and like make you lose all your confidence. Everybody has difference of, of opinion. It's just like yeah. you said, did you like my music? There's other people that might not like it. I'm not gonna, you know. Or, or, they might, or they might like it and they're saying they don't like it just to tear you down because they feel bad inside about something that's not even relevant to your life. I was, yeah, you know, exactly. I was just having that conversation with a client today who was afraid to do something and by what other people would think. I'm like, you know what? You never know what's going, you know, you got to have a tough skin in this life. And if you don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you, know you can't. I, mean? I had to learn to have a tough skin because I didn't have one to begin with. Yeah, you got. You can't please everybody. You exactly. Know. How wise of you. Okay, yeah. so let's get into things. Start rolling for you. You're finding your passion. You're finding your purpose. I'm. I'm assuming, like you know, money's coming into a certain point where you're feeling comfortable enough to where you get into a, a gambling problem. Oh tell yeah, us, yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. And and when did that happen? How soon after things started to like connect for you? Tell us how that happened. Uh well, the gambling that oh that just came like out of out of nowhere right there. I was just you know that you know it's really sad. just going to the casino too much. <laughs> you know I had to learn learn from that. Like don't you know don't be greedy. You go there couple of times and you win and you're thinking like oh man i can like <laughs> you know win do this all the time don't take advantage that that taught me how to uh, not take advantage of a, a situation don't take too much of, of advantage of a situation because right. that might not be a good idea that might not be good for me. right you know i had to over overcome that i was almost like homeless you know from that that little addiction i had to you know, how, how long? Well, so it doesn't sound like in. a little addiction. It sounds like a big addiction. How long did that go well, on for, Trilletic? Uh, like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so you, you pretty much lost everything. No, nah, I didn't lose. What? I didn't lose everything. I was just uh, you know, it was basically to the point where I had to sleep in my car for That's almost. That's pretty much losing everything except your car. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I didn't have that. Much. What else is there to lose, right? I didn't have that much in the beginning, but you know. So, did you have like this ah moment? I mean, like, was it like all of a sudden, or was it just like, man, just having a serious talk in yourself, going, "This is freaking ridiculous." Yeah, what yeah, the hell yeah. Am I doing? It was, it was that. It wasn't like a particular moment, or well, I guess everything is in a particular moment. But was it a particular instance that you want to say that that happened, or was it just kind of one day you just went, "This doesn't make any sense." Well, yeah, the particular incident was like, "Oh, dang, man, I, I just lost my apartment." Like, man, I got to get myself together. <laughs> you know, I got to get myself together. This is this is getting real serious right now. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I don't want to be in a, pos a position where I'm like, "Wow, I don't know where I'm gonna stay at tonight." And what if my car breaks down? I'm I'm gonna be screwed, you know. Did, now, did, how did you do it? Did you did you do it by yourself? Did you have to go in a in a kind of group therapy or anything? And, and, no, I did. No, I did it by myself. You just did it by yourself. Yeah, I'll just tell us because you know, there's people out there that are going. How in the heck 
do you like just beat an addiction problem like that? I mean, I, you know, I know I've struggled with, I mean, I just gave up coffee and, um, you know, that's mild compared to most addictions. I mean, but it is still an, an, you know, I mean, I was having headaches and this and that, but what, what would you say to somebody if they're struggling with an addiction and they want to quit? I mean, can you give them any kind of hacks, any kind of suggestions of, you know, let's say they, they can't afford to go to a rehab, you know, and they, they just, they have to do it on their own. Well, well, for me, it was uh pretty much I had to look at look at the situation like like what I'm like man uh I I had to look at what am I doing to myself right now like man if I don't like get this taken you know taken care of this thing is gonna get way out of you know I don't want to get it to where it's gonna get out of control where I can't fix it or it's gonna be real hard to fix it. Yeah, because you were like right there on the pivotal point. Because the next thing to go would be your car, and then you're really screwed. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like I mentioned a few minutes ago. Yeah. You know, like, why, you know, I got to like look, you know, you have a conversation with yourself. uh, You probably have to have a moment alone with yourself and just think think the whole thing out. Like, wow, I need to see this is what I need to do. I need to get myself back together. I I can't, I can't continue to do this if I want to move in a, a, a better direction mm-hmm. so that's me personally that's how I had to like straighten that whole thing out that whole situation out like well if I keep doing this I'm gonna end up in a road to nowhere I don't want to be out like basically just like I said you know to a point when with no return you know yeah. you got to catch this stuff before it gets out of hand yeah, exactly. So, so, so was it that one moment that every change, everything changed or was it a process? Like, did you say, yes, I'm not going to do it. And then you were good for a month and you had a little, did you have any relapses and go back to the casino after that? Or was it like cut and dry? I'm done. Nah, it's cut. It was, it was cut and dry. You know, I was wow. pretty much done. Yeah. Of course it's going to be a process getting yourself back to where you need to be. That's right. That was but, but in so far as you going back to doing that. It was, it was no, yeah. You know what I was, I was telling a client that too the other day and I was saying, you know, I think the suffering comes in when you're negotiating with yourself, you know, like, well, maybe I'll just go tonight. You know what I mean? It's like, that's where the suffering comes in. If you just go, no way, it's not an option anymore. It's that's the, I think, I believe that's the only way that you can really kind of power through that. with. Now I did have those moments like before, I actually well, you like, made the final I, decision. Yeah, you oh, you yeah. of course you're gonna have that man. Oh, like man, oh let me go up in here. I'm gonna, let me try my luck. Not gonna be that oh. bad. Yeah, this time this time I'll win. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's what got me in this situation in the first place. So <laughs> let me right. stop all together. Which so. kind of leads me to my next question, Trilletic, and you know might have answered it, but you know I just really want to be clear. So when you have a setback, okay. What's the best way that you know how to deal with a setback? Um, well, basically re, retracing, retracing my steps. You know, like I said, uh, seeing, like, I have to go back and analyze, like, okay, what did I do wrong to, you know, in order for this to have happened to me? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I go back and, uh, try to figure out a solution like okay i need to get myself out of this jam right here you know 
Mm -hmm. You know, you really don't have time to cry over spilled milk because, you know, that's not really going to help you out in the long run. You know, you just got to pick, dust yourself up and just, just figure out a game plan on how can I fix this and what can I do to not make that same mistake that I did to get me in this, you know, in this jam in the first place. You know, I love that you said that because uh, for me, for example, I know I'm not alone. Most people go from the setback to a lot of time of beating ourselves up. You know what I mean? And you skipped right over that and you just, you must, you you might be an analytical. I don't, I'm trying to figure out, (laughs) you might be a little bit analytical, but, but I think that's amazing because it, it saves so much time beating yourself up, by the way, does absolutely no good for anybody involved. You know what I mean? And so you skip over that and you just find the lesson to learn and then you move on. So you don't, you, you, you don't take the time to beat yourself up and why you idiot, why did you do that? Or any kind of that self-talk. I can, I, you know what? I can already answer that question because if you had, I don't think you'd be where you are, where you are, but uh, am I right? Yeah. That just, yeah. So that just made sense to you. Okay. Like right away at an early age. Um, so it's interesting on my, um, guest appearance form, when I asked you the question of how you practice transparency and authenticity, you said, I try to make a great impression on everyone I come in contact with. T- share a little bit more about that. Well, uh, basically, like, it's kind of like I'm doing business with somebody, like, uh, like even if, even if it doesn't work out, I don't, you know, like that connection are you still there yeah i can see you oh okay like my connection knocked off a little bit uh basically like i was saying like uh if i'm if i have a business dealing or something and the business dealing doesn't work out i don't show you know i'm gonna still you know i'm not gonna show any any animosity toward the person it might have not worked out for various reasons but we might be able to do business in the near future like if I just flip out on this guy, oh, you don't want to do business with me, forget you, and you know, start just flipping out on this this person and for no reason. It's just like for an example, when me and my partner was trying to get distribution for our movie mm-hmm. on the, the first uh, company we went to, they turned us on, they turned us down. But you know, of course, it was a little disappointing, yeah. but. It was like, okay, well, you know, we might not be what they're looking for at the time. Let's keep keep it moving. Let's, you know, move on and we can find this other company that will probably take a chance on us. Right. And so we ended up getting distribution with them. But the one that turned us down is still keeping in contact with me because it's probably something that they like still, you know, like about me in order for them to keep in contact with me you know i didn't burn that bridge that's an important thing that uh i also learned right there never burn bridges with anybody exactly because you never know yeah you never know they might be able to help you in the long run you know you don't burn bridges with anybody or try you know have any conflict or make have people look at you like a person that is not approachable or somebody they can't work with you know That's what I call intentional living. I mean, everything that we I've heard on this interview is you are living with intention and purpose. And you know what? That is just, can I ask how old you are? How young you are? (laughs) Well, I'm not that young. 37. 
Oh, okay. Wow. You, oh, you seem much younger than that to me. Did, did yeah, you, a lot yeah. of people say that to you? Yeah. You look a lot younger. Yeah, you look a lot yeah, younger. But still, 37, that's still really young. I mean, for you to have accomplished all this. So tell us a little bit more. You, I, I know you've got, is it one, you got one independent film coming out called Bound to Getcha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us yeah. about that. When's that coming out? Um, uh, trying to get that out in the next month. We, you know, we actually going to be doing some more, uh, trying to wrap up the filming tomorrow. That's basically about two, that's basically about two bounty hunters that get, you know, caught up in a situation where, uh, at, you know, actually my character is a lot like myself uh-huh. because he, all, you know, he had a gambling, he has a gambling problem, which gets him oh. and his partner into trouble. And, and you wrote this have, one, right? Yeah, me and my partner wrote this one. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, and they have to get themselves up out of that that situation because he he basically got himself into self into some trouble, you know. And that's basically a, a you know the movie teaches a lesson also, you know. So you know, don't you know get too you know they say too much of something is bad for you. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah. I, I and think that with can anything. get you into a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. So where will when will that be released, and when where can people see that? Uh, we don't have an exact date for it, but uh, we're trying. You know, like the last one, we'll try to. We're gonna. We're aiming to get this on Tubi. By the way, the other one that I have, the uh, the checkmate is on Tubi, Amazon, Google Play. And, oh, it uh, is. Okay, so yeah. that's called. And you know, I think the the spelling of that. Was it? Yeah, it's supposed to be spelled C H E K, you yeah. know, differently than yeah. the normal. Yeah. So if you, uh, if you guys are searching for C H E C K, you're not going to find it. It's C H E K mate. It might pop up because, you know, yeah, that's crazy. It might pop up that way, but you have to put, you know, just put my name to be on the safe side, my name in front of it, and then put checkmate and it'll all pop up. Hey, you know what I didn't mention too? You were named one of your singles uh was in the top 40 on the billboard itunes right yeah 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 which yeah. which song was that uh that's a song called sumner sumner okay yeah, all right sumner. yeah that fantastic was, that, that, and made 35 35 and then now tell us about your clothing line you say what now it sounds like you broke up that's okay <laughs> Tell us about your clothing line. Oh, the, uh, innovation. Innovation. You know, I, I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I basically, I you know, it's spelled differently. You know, it's not I-N, you know, I spell it with an N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N. And, you know, I just started that last year, the uh, the clothing line, you know, so, uh I'm, you know, I'm trying to uh, build up on that. It's basically, I'm trying to still get that off the ground. You know, it, you know, we we working on getting some more designs and everything going for that. So, you know, I always been into uh, like creative designs and and things like that. So, you know, y'all uh, be on the lookout for that. The website is coming soon with that. I already got the website for. What is, uh, yeah, what is the website's up already? Nah, it should be up by next week. Okay, next week. So, let me ask you a question. You know, some people are so inspired by their work that they don't consider it work. They actually consider it like, like there's no break between work and play. You know, it kind of all runs together. 
which I think is the ideal life. You know, if it's like, now I'm going to work and now I get to enjoy myself. I don't think, you know, that's not truly, truly living. I think, you know, if you are, if it's just one continuous flow, that's when you're in the zone. That's when you have like hit the pot of gold. Okay. It's not the money it's going. I am, you know, I believe that God brought us here to create for the benefits of ourselves and for others. And, and, and that's really it in a nutshell. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. Cause I was going to, I was going to say, what do you do in your spare time? I know that you're into graphic design a little bit. I mean, I don't know where you have the time to do that, no. but um, yeah. I mean, uh, do you have any hobbies or is this like your hobby, your work, your play is all rolled into one? Yeah. You know, that's basically it. You know, it, my work, my, uh, you know, work is a hobby because I consider it. I don't really, I don't really consider it work is fun for me you know mm -hmm. i'm doing something that i love doing so if i'm if i'm not working if i'm not actually like working on a movie i'm writing a movie if i'm not putting out songs i'm writing songs it's right. all fun so it's not really anything uh you know i wouldn't call it i wouldn't call it work you know it just so happens to be something that i enjoy doing so it's basically all you know balled up into one yeah it's, that's exactly that's exactly in the job for me, it is. So anybody out there listening, Triletic, uh, you know, that either hasn't found their purpose, I mean, you were very fortunate in fourth grade to start, start you on your path, okay? Let's say somebody's 37 and going, I still don't know what I want to do. I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what I want to do. And because I'm 37 and I don't know what I want to do, I feel even worse. I feel like the biggest loser on the planet. I mean, would, are there any hacks that you can throw their way that maybe could get the creative juices going so they can kind of tap into what, you know, might be, a, start them on a direction of what their purpose would be or anything, any hacks about, you know, when you come into, into difficulties, you know, because not everybody's just like, okay, let me look at the problem. I got it. Let's go keep going forward. You know what I mean? And anything that you could say to our audience that would help anybody out there right now, which, which there's a lot of people out there that are struggling, because I know, you know, that are struggling to find their purpose. They're like, I don't even know what, what I'm interested in. I mean, you know, it could be simple. Just find like something that you're, you're good at doing and just try to pursue it. Like, and then another thing, uh, as far as the age thing goes, you can like find like, uh, a lot of people that have accomplished things later in life, you can find inspiration from that. It's like plenty of actors <laughs> around that have basically blown up in their later years. You know, it's don't let age stop you from trying to pursue anything. You know, just keep on being per being persistent. Oh, sorry, like it. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, be persistent in what you're trying to accomplish. You know, I had, and, and, and I had Miguel Nunes, and you said he was an inspiration for you. So, so you knew his story too, as well, right? Yeah, when he, yeah, exactly. When he was saying about, uh, he didn't let nothing stop him, no matter what anybody said or yeah. tried to tear him down and say that he wasn't good enough or anything. And that's that's something I had also applied to to my life and everything I'm doing. You know, don't let. No, you got to have, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, you got to have tough skin because a lot of people just give up on their dream, their dreams because of what their family saying, what their friends are saying. 
you know, you got to eliminate ne negativity from around you. The person that you're dealing with don't have, you know, don't have the same common goal for you or, you know, trying to get you to the next level, then you don't need to associate yourself with that. Exactly. That's just like what I did. Exactly. That's just like, yeah, that's the same thing I did. You know, I had to, like I said, I didn't, you know, I didn't tell too many people about what I was doing because, you know, you tell, you know, you got to be, you don't have, I don't have to be worried about being stressed out because they don't like this or that. What I'm doing, I just let them find that out for themselves when progress started happening. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't deflate like your ego either, because everybody has an ego, you know, it's like, it doesn't make you stop to pause to go, well, is this a good idea? You know, it, it eliminates that. Just like when you eliminate the beating up on yourself, it's the same thing. You, you, you take these jumps that, 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 that's amazing, you know, that you eliminate unnecessary uh, causes for pause in your, in your business or in your, what you're saying to yourself. So I think that that's beautiful. What's, what's next for you? Just continuing to do the same thing. Any new projects on top of what we were talking about? Yeah. You know, after uh, we get done with this, uh, the bound to get you movie, we got um, more other ones coming right after it's basically like, you know, we kicking them in, kicking them out. You know, after we get done with one, on to the next one and then i'm continuing to write music of course and then do you I really... write music for your films are you, is your music in your films as well not my particular not the one so far not i don't have any of mine in there so far for the uh first film but the, these the next uh ones coming up are gonna have some of my music in it awesome yeah. Yeah, well, I cannot wait to see you just grow and flourish and just step into your absolute potentiality and your greatness. I mean, not that you already have, but I just see great things coming for you. And I'm just so honored to have you on my show. T tell our audience where you they can find you, like on Instagram, where the, if they wanted to send you an email or something, you know, how to get, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is um, Trilletic Mind, and uh, my Gmail is trilleticmind at gmail.com. Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Trilletic Poetic, and um, Facebook, um, Trilletic Poetic on Facebook. Uh, you can, but I'm mostly on Instagram, Trilletic Mind. Okay, so in case you guys forget, I want you to explain to them how you found that name because that's gonna that's what made me remember how to spell it how to pronounce it and everything else because you know uh, honestly it's an easy name to go what tell them how you came up with Trilletic. Uh, well um basically like like we talked about the first thing we talked about was the poetry so you know i consider myself poetic and, and the, uh, i put that together you know with the like down south you know we say trill that's another you know that's another way you know that's a slang for uh true and, and real mm -hmm. so trill edit is like you you know you put trill with poetic and you know you put the real that poet. together. that's how i came with it. yeah exactly yeah that's how i came up with that right there so so that I makes think the, i think everybody's gonna be able to remember it now trilletic yeah poet. okay awesome well so great having you on my show 
Um, in case you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do. It's Tina Marks TV and um, listen to my podcast. It's the same show. If you like video, you can go to my YouTube channel. And my podcast is Transparent with Tina. You can find me um, pretty much on every single platform. Uh, and if you have any questions or comments, please leave them below. And we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.